You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening y'all i hope everybody's been having a fantastic week and a phenomenal day so far oh boy it is it's just so beautiful outside today i would say is officially the first day that we're actually feeling spring weather from mother nature here in canada and um so it's it's like spring to plants and you know plants etc outside but to us humans out here it's like the perfect summer weather it's not too hot not too cold a little bit you know just uh towards the warm side and it's just beautiful we've been it just feels so nice and it hits so different after all the long winter uh winters (laughs) that we've had you know and all the snow and all the uh, minus whatever degree weather that we had uh, all this time. And to be finally, you know, for you to be able to change into your shorts and a nice t-shirt and that's it. Like no winter coat, no top coat, nothing. And to be able to walk outside like that, mm, that just hits different. And, uh, you know, if you know, you know. <laughs> so uh, that's what's up. Yeah, I hope everybody's been taking advantage of this beautiful weather, though. Um, personally, before pri- uh, prior to uh, recording this session, I was enjoying a nice and cold uh, craft beer in my back porch. And it was, it, it was awesome. Uh, I know this is kind of like random. But uh, had a hint of pineapple to it, and just just mm, you know perfect, and uh, it was really good. So that definitely put me in the zone a little bit. But you know we're still definitely functional. Just just want to put that out there. But you know it's just like you know when you're stepping on your favorite cold beverage and it, the weather's just so nice outside and uh, everything's just like perfect 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 and you know you're just living life like your best life and everything's just so good all is good um so personally i'm very grateful for today and for the rest of uh the summer honestly and so i hope everybody's been enjoying this wonderful weather as well and um so yeah actually before we get started on everything that we have planned for today because we do have a lot of exciting and actually like kind of like controversial content to talk about today that's why i was so i was like okay i need this beer to get in the zone because you already know we're gonna be having a blast on tko with everything we're gonna be talking about um but before we get into all that just want to put out a disclaimer that uh your girl right here is actually not gonna be here next week because as of friday i'll be boarding on a plane to an international scientific conference and i'll be gone for a whole week and as much as i wanted to record tko on my phone and to well actually you know what i mean technically i guess i can take like a portable microphone or you know, even just like the microphone for my uh, uh, headphones, I guess I could just take that and record TKO in my uh, Vela, but 
oh well i mean i just feel like i'm, I'm definitely gonna be in like an all scientific mode so for me to switch out of it and to just you know and also i'm, I'm like sharing uh uh the my residence with other people so it's just you know to, to for them to not be shook when they hear like the whole TKO persona and whatnot. So I just said, you know what? I think uh, it'd be best if we, you know, talk everything juicy today and everything that we need to talk about today, so that for next week's episode, we just kind of run back this episode, and then for the week after that, we come back fresh with brand new content for y'all. And I apologize for the inconvenience however a girl gotta do what she gotta do and uh <laughs> this gal gotta go on to the conference to talk about her important data and scientific findings ha <laughs> anyways uh but yeah so uh that's the plan for next week so i'm sorry if you were uh, looking forward to a brand new content a brand new episode for next week but rest assured the week after that we're gonna be back with so much more awesomeness and uh, i'll make it up to y'all okay so yeah i just wanted to put the disclaimer out there in case you were expecting a brand new episode all right I'll definitely talk about uh, my trip and my experiences once I come back from the trip. So uh, that's going to be fun. I'm actually pretty excited. Um, actually, okay, so this is like a on a whole different tangent. But um, I've been in science like for my whole life kind of. Well, since undergrad anyways. But um, having been in grad school for two years now, this is actually going to be my first in-person poster presentation which is just out of this world because i mean normally like it's just so normal to go to conferences and you know talk about your data uh, uh, with scientific posters or like you know just just in-person interactions and it just hit me today and I, I just said to myself wow this is the first time that i'm doing all this in person after two whole years thanks to the wonderful pandemic i mean you know i mean who am i to complain right like i feel like we've like every single human has been in this uh, like we're, we've all been in this together right so uh i mean i'm not i'm not trying to be a brat and complain about it but i'm just saying like it, you know I, i'm actually pretty grateful that um things are starting to slowly ease back into normal zone and uh we're starting to get back into uh, enjoying some of her former privileges i should say for real right it is a privilege like not everybody has the privilege of you know attending something in person uh if you have like certain health conditions uh right so i am pretty grateful for um this whole opportunity and yeah so i'll talk about it more when i come back and if something crazy happened during my trip i'll let you know and uh yeah I'll, I'll i'll promise to make it back healthy and safe from my trip all right all right all right okay so now without further ado we should talk about um everything that happened over this past weekend <laughs> so this past weekend it was cinco de mayo weekend y'all and um we had boxing happening we had ufc 274 happening and actually i just realized this before i recorded this or started recording this episode last episode for us it was tko episode 274 and as a matter of fact which 
UFC pay-per-view event where we talk about UFC 274. So, okay. I, to me, I just like, I realized that right now. I'm like, goodness, what are the chances? You know, just like one in a million, probably even like less of a chance of that even happening anyway. So that was pretty cool to me. But yeah, UFC 274 happened this past weekend on Saturday. And the same night, we had the boxing fight between Canelo Alvarez between uh, between Canelo Alvarez and Dimitri Bivol, who fought for the light heavyweight championship of the world, the WBA light heavyweight championship of the world. And uh, for both events, we had so many things happening that shook the world, right? So let's talk about it. I want to talk first about, okay, yeah, honestly, I I really do want to first talk about the boxing fight that happened between Canelo Alvarez and Dimitri Bivol. So, even like me talking about it like this right now, after after the fact, it does give me goosebumps, okay? Why? Well, uh, for the past two weeks, I was actually giving, giving you guys a preview of this fight and what you should be watching out for. Uh, just everything about Canelo's resume, fighting resume, and everything about B- Dimitri Bivol's resume, and you know what? Um, I, I, it, it just like it, it caught me by so much surprise because uh, over the over the past two episodes, I was telling you guys, you know, Canelo Alvarez obviously one of the greatest to ever do it in boxing, at least in the modern era of boxing, right? Uh, the the fighter who initially started from the welterweight division, 147 pounds, and, uh, you know, he fought so many notable names, people like Floyd Mayweather and people like uh, Gennady Golovkin, so many top name and top rank fighters he has fought in his lifetime, Canelo, right? So, um, of course, at the time, his only loss was only to Floyd Mayweather, who's the greatest of all time, who's still to this day undefeated. He lost to Mayweather in 2013, which is all it is nine years ago. Right. So, you know what? Put Let's put that behind us because like we're talking about Mayweather. So let's not give Canelo any grief for that. Right. And so every single fight that Canelo has had since that Floyd Mayweather fight, he had one like consecutively one after another to the to the point that um he would win so many fights in a certain weight division he would just automatically move up a weight division because uh you know naturally he had just uh, he had just gone through every um uh po- like every single fighter who he thought was his competition in that weight division right so Gradually and eventually, he just started making his way up from the welterweight division to heavier weight divisions, higher and higher and higher until he got to the light heavyweight division. <laughs> okay, so we here we have Dimitri Bivol, who, um, you know, he's a natural at this weight division. And <laughs> so this is pretty interesting because uh, the last few times that I was talking about this fight, I did tell you guys... Uh, well, or rather just pose the question, like, you know, we already know how legendary of a fighter Canelo Alvarez is. However, what is the limit for him? What is the threshold for him? Because how how is it that you um you go from 147 pounds all the way to light heavyweight, which is like almost 170 pounds, right? Um, How does that work? Um, Or... Honestly, like you are, unless you're a superhuman, it is merely not possible for you to be 
just conquering everything and everybody at every weight division, right? Like you, you must be something out of this world or you must have that X factor. You must be a, you must have that, uh, you know, natural talent within you uh, for you to be the greatest of all time, right? And that was the question. That was the question that we had with Canelo Alvarez. Was this fight going to be just another one that he was going to add to his list of wins since Floyd Mayweather? Or was it going to be the fight to stop him? Like, that's just been the case with um, Canelo Alvarez, right? Um, we just, like, that's why we're always on the edge of our seats whenever we watch Canelo Alvarez fight. Because, you know, it's like, um, well, I don't I don't know anything about gambling. <laughs> but for example, like, um, just think about a situation in which... You're betting so much money. You keep betting money and then you're just so tempted. Like you keep betting more and more and more until you lose the money, right? So I feel like it was the same thing with uh, Canelo because we just kept like, we're like, okay, no, he can do it. He can do it. He can do it. And then, uh, you know, at the same time, there's a high probability that he cannot actually do it, right? Um, And so... <laughs> That was um, that was the big dilemma that we had going to this fight. However, because of his almost pristine record, we all just had this uh, perception and this prejudgment, I guess, from Canelo that, okay, you know what? Like he's done it so many times before in the past nine years. There's a high chance that he can easily do it again in this fight against Bivol. What did happen, though? Huh, I'll, let me tell you. Okay, so I personally was not watching the fight live because I was watching the UFC fights. Um, I know I told you guys about the strategy of pulling up two, two screens and whatnot to watch the fights, but I was watching it. Uh, I was watching the fights with my father. So, uh, you know, sometimes you just like in the heat of the moment, you kind of forget about your game plan. Anyways, um, and then it was a, there was a moment in the UFC fights that I was watching the fights and then one of my friends just texted me saying Canelo's getting starched and I said what like what are you saying are you joking me right now and then um my friend just went no 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 no. you have to Janon you have to watch this fight you have to immediately tune into this fight and I said okay whoa what's up so um my friend was right I uh tuned into this fight what I see is Canelo Alvarez struggling to put pressure on Dimitri Bivol. And it looks like Dimitri Bivol has just naturally taken control over the ring and over Canelo Alvarez. Um, here, okay, I, I just want to summarize that whole fight into a, a short, like, sh uh, you know, just, just, <sighs> here's the key point. Let's just put it this way. The problem was that Canelo Alvarez, he really just greatly relied on his power as opposed to his boxing skills, okay? And I feel like that was the wrong thing to do because Dimitri Bivol, he is the champion, right? But he's also super duper technical in this weight division. And he's been fighting in this weight division for a good while now. But for Canelo, um, 
you know, I mean, not to say that he is not a tactical fighter. He definitely is. But because I feel like this was his, this was probably his perception. His perception was, okay, I'm making my way up to a heavier weight division. And, you know, with extra weight, there's extra uh, power that I can deliver. Just like give it a give it an extra you know, uh, punch to the momentum of my, of my punches and whatnot. So I feel like because of that, he was at least like mentally trying to rely on power shots. However, when you have someone super technical like Dimitri Bivol, um, who's been so, so, um, familiar with this weight division and who's been fighting in this weight division for a while now, you know, that makes things a little bit difficult and uh, indeed it was difficult i feel like in my eyes anyways i feel like canelo alvarez was completely out dominated by um dimitri bevel and so the fight was not even close and wow dimitri bevel was able to retain his wba light heavyweight title and canelo alvarez lost after nine years in his professional boxing career um and um or rather uh, nine years after that first loss that he had against floyd mayweather so um there's been a lot of speculation about why that happened in the first place right like did canelo not really expect um like bivol's game plan and his strategy or what was going on so um i really i feel like okay there's definitely so many aspects that can play into it However, um, there's a really high chance that matters like this can happen in professional sports when you have overconfidence in yourself, when you feel like um, you can actually feel comfortable in the ring or in the cage. That is actually something that you should be very scared of and something like if, if that ever occurs to you, you need to talk to your cornerman and be like, OK, no, 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 um, this is not good because I need to actually be on that still be on that fight or flight mode, because if I am too comfortable inside the ring, then how am I supposed to just go out there, you know, give it 100 percent. Right. So I feel like that that probably was something that happened with Canelo Alvarez. I feel like having won all those fights for the past nine years, um, he naturally had that inclination and that and that mental uh, you know, just, just, just that confidence that, okay, you know what? I've defeated like people probably stronger than Bivol, uh, or, you know, just at the same level of Bivol. So what makes me not being, a not be able to defeat Bivol the same way, right? Like my power shots have always been so good and I've done it so far. Like, why can I, why can't I do it now? Right. Um, and I kind of I partially get it because conversely, if you don't have that confident mindset, then that's also a problem, a huge problem. Um, you could have trained so hard and you could honestly be the best in the world. But if you're not strong mentally going into the fight, then that can also create major problems. But I feel like, um, you know, <sighs> I remembered learning this thing in psychology class in that, um, and like folks, forgive me if I, <laughs> uh, you know, I know how to describe it, but I forget what it was called exactly. But there's this curve in psychology that defines like, okay, like uh, uh, the level of stress versus optimal performance. So 
um, you will have optimal performance if your stress level is kind of like in the middle, not too much, not too less. But if it's on either extreme, then you're not going to be having optimal performance. So I feel like it definitely applies to the situation as well. I feel like, um, uh, you know, you just need to be ready. You have to feel like you're, uh, I mean, as you are, right? Like you have to feel like you're putting everything on the line um, and you're going to war against this opponent that you have because there's there's a very high risk of losing as much as there's a there's a like a chance of winning it's a 50 50 uh probability which it is like when you think about it it is a huge gamble right um and i feel like even because of that fighters should be naturally inclined to be more cautious and just like on the edge of their seats if you will right so that they're not too too comfortable just just going in there just hope you know not not saying hoping for the best but like i feel like if you're not there like just that extra push of stress for you for you to be just like out there just like ready to give it your absolute best and give it your all then I feel like fighters are definitely going to run into problems. So um, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I feel like that's that was one of the biggest factors that played into Canelo's loss in this fight because I feel like he just thought, okay, you know what? Yeah, like I don't see anything different with Dimitri Bivol. However, Dimitri Bivol was the champion, right? I feel like if anything, he should have thought the opposite and, you know, he should have said to himself, no, I'm going against a champion. Like, yeah, I have been the champion at so many different weight divisions. Or people regard me as this great boxer, like the greatest boxer of all time, or at least in the modern era. Um, uh, but you know what? I feel like he should have taken Dimitri Bivol a little bit more seriously. Maybe in that way, he would have performed a little bit better. Uh, at least the fight uh, could have been a little bit closer. So uh, that's what happened with the Canelo and Dimitri Bivol fight. Uh, what they're saying is that uh, Canelo Alvarez is going to exercise his rematch clause against Dimitri Bivol, as is you know as was expected. Because I mean, obviously he didn't really expect to lose this fight, and it makes sense. But it, it you know I don't know if um, they're gonna give him that rematch right away um probably not right away who knows um i wonder if canelo alvarez is gonna go back down weight divisions and fight certain individuals if the money is right and then come back up again and fight bivol for a rematch who knows who knows who knows but everybody was caught off guard when canelo alvarez lost that fight and uh, so many people lost a lot of money because um you know canelo having not lost a fight in nine years like of course he's gonna be the favorite in every single fight that he goes into right but then that happened and um things have been very interesting um but yeah i'll definitely keep you guys updated if there is a uh potential matchup um announcement for either guy but overall it was a very interesting fight and a, a rather surprising fight right but in the meanwhile as that fight was happening we had ufc happening ufc 274 happening and oh boy oh boy <laughs> so a lot happened with the ufc um we had oh goodness we had 
<laughs> ah, okay. Anyways, uh, I'm just so excited because I'm going through the list of the fighters that fought this past weekend, and I'm just like reminiscing about the fights themselves. So, uh, we had uh, Tony Ferguson fighting against Michael Chandler for a lightweight bout, and that fight we we're just so excited about it because I mean Tony Ferguson, one of the most creative fighters of all time. And then Michael Chandler, the former lightweight champion at the at Bellator, having come to the UFC, um, he's a top contender. He's amazing, right? So everybody was just like on the edge of their seats when this fight happened. Um, in the second round, Michael Chandler he threw a um, front leg kick towards uh, Tony Ferguson, and the the leg kick just landed so perfectly on Tony Ferguson's uh, chin that he was automatically out and uh, boom uh, you know that that was all that was all uh, and you know I mean obviously it was very shocking because you know we both love uh, we, we love both fighters right um, and with Tony Ferguson like he's a veteran in the UFC and we all have so many memories with him and so to see him get knocked out like that it was a little bit disheartening, I'm not going to lie. But overall, um, it was a beautiful performance by Michael Chandler. And this definitely puts him up in rankings and potentially up next. Well, actually, I would say second next for the lightweight title. There's talks of what's going to happen with the lightweight title and who's going to get it. And I'm going to get into that in a few uh, minute, in a few minutes, but uh yeah, I would totally see him go for the title in a, in a little while as as he deserves it, right? So that's going to be very interesting. But overall, it was a very, very interesting fight. It was awarded the performance of the night. Good for them. But then moving on to the coming event of the evening, we had Rose Namajunas fighting off against Carla Esparza. So Rose was the champion. Carla was the champion before her. Um, and so um, this was a very strategic fight. Um, both ladies fought very, very smart, and uh, it wasn't a fight that had a lot of highlights, let's be honest. Um, and they both kind of admitted it to it. Uh, they, yeah, they just said, yeah, like we, we both knew the other opponent, and so we just wanted to fight smart, not hard, and, uh, you know, as as they should. Like it is it is a job and I feel like, yeah, why not work smarter than harder, right? Um, so in this case they did that. But the fighters actually give the fight to Carla Esparza through a split decision, which Rose Nami units did not agree to. I feel like people and the judge like when the fight is just so tight like that, it's just so hard for the judges to make a decision. So you know, I do agree with the fact that, okay, yeah, like, you need to be uh, fighting smart, but but there comes a time, uh, if you do feel like it is a close fight, I feel like you, if you have the power and the ability to try to turn the fight into your own advantage, then you definitely have to do it, because this is, like, one of the things that happens a lot in, honestly, any combat sport, so... Yeah, I mean, I feel like Rose definitely learned her lesson the hard way, but it's okay. I'm sure she'll be back. And also, congrats to Carla Esparza, who was able to win the title for herself after, I think they said, like, 2,000 days since her last title uh, defense, which is huge. Um, so good for her, and congrats. 
But talking about the main event of the evening, so uh, Charles Oliveira was fighting Justin Gaethje. However, Charles Oliveira lost weight. Sorry, he missed weight by half a pound. So the UFC decided to strip him of the title regardless. And even if he won this fight, he was not going to be awarded the championship belt. So as of right now, so uh, long story short, Charles Oliveira won this fight by submitting Justin Gaethje in the very first round. So even though Charles Oliver won the fight, he is not the champion anymore. He is the number one contender in the in the weight division and the championship belt is actually vacant right now. And there's a lot of speculation about if Charles is going to be fighting top contenders like Islam Makachev or potentially even like Michael Chandler. That would be really, really cool. We'll see. That would be a rematch between uh, Oliver and Chandler if that were to ever happen. But there's a lot of speculation about what's next for the lightweight title. But nonetheless, beautiful uh, night, of, uh, night of fights for both MMA and boxing on Saturday night. Uh, wow, I'm so proud of myself for being able to go through all those uh, uh, breakdowns today on the show. So shout out to us. And so, yeah, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. You guys make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here, and this is TKO. Peace out, y'all.